Hi, I'm Adam Payne, the host of the Keeping It Business podcast. I'm a multiple small business owner, business mentor and growth coach. And if you'd like to know more on how to build a stronger, more profitable business, then please visit www.adampayne.me. Right, welcome to another Keeping It Business podcast. I have a top gentleman, Matthew Sims, with me. As always, I will let Matt do his uh, introduction and what he's about and uh, and everything that he's doing. So, Matt, over to you, to you. Introduce yourself. Thank you, Adam. And thank you for the opportunity to talk on your amazing podcast, mate. Um, so, yeah. So, what I do now is I work with people to help them get out of their own way. And the way I do that is um, when people come to me, it's usually around let's say business owners usually around procrastination usually around self-sabotage um, and how I help them is uh, dig into the um, the issue that they present and uh, work around because actually what it usually turns up to be is a symptom of the issue it's actually something going on underneath that and obviously we explore that and and find an alternative um i've had um some great feedback great success in that which is good um, my background is counselor psychotherapist and then more holistic approach now which just means that the mind the body is and mind is, is more than that you've got your heart you've got your emotions you've got your spirit if you believe in that you know that kind of thing and yeah and uh you know you know more background we'll get to that in a sec possibly but yeah that's that's pretty much me mate Excellent. I, yeah, and, and the thing I do know about Matt is he he wears um, his heart on his sleeve. He's very, very open, uh, says it as it is, which is how it should be. Um, so I've got to know him uh, from, although we've never met um, in sort of like real life in a place where we can have a coffee, a beer or whatever, we've been on a number of... Um, meetings and sessions and i've got to know him that way so how did all this come about for you because i know you i know you were a builder you were in the building industry weren't you yeah that's right um so really uh, i was in but i loved building because it was a great option for someone in school that maybe achieved what they achieved it could have been more maybe it could have been less but I didn't know what I wanted to do and I went into work at 17 I was earning 35 pound a day grafting for nine hours a day um and uh I loved it uh I really loved it I really enjoyed it and I worked with some great lads that they kind of brought me up to be fair um <clears throat> and uh yeah Around that time, uh, you know, I would offer maybe not uncommon, you know, it's kind of working there, you know, wait for the weekend at that age, you know, from 17 to my mid 20s, I was out all the time doing doing whatever, you know, drugs, alcohol, rock and roll, all that. And um, yeah, it, it got to the point where I was finding my mental health started to really challenge me uh, and I was starting to get help with that. Um, a lot of it was triggered around relationships and you know girlfriends uh, I didn't have a problem getting a girlfriend my problem was keeping up if I wanted that so and that usually triggered then some really deep feelings of uh, worthlessness and that's when the suicidal ideation started and then uh, obviously I got very close it was a decade this October um, when I almost died very closely and uh, then 
the last 10 years have been a different journey. I still have done building, but um, I realised that actually <clears throat> I learned so much from that experience that there's another way, there's an alternative. So that's why, yeah, that's how it started, mate. So, so you were in that because this is this is something that that uh, us blokes generally don't talk about, and we should. We never are not that generally that open uh, in talking about these things. So you were you were in the construction industry. So this you, you, your mental health and you and you sought the trigger and you sought help and you got a lot of help and you've gone down this uh, spiral of the, the suicidal side. So you still stayed within the construction industry, still stayed within the building industry for whilst you were going through that. Then you still stayed in there for a number of years. Yeah. Okay. So what made you then think actually, I'm going to go and become a a coach, a holistic coach, and helping with the mental health side of uh, of business owners or anybody else? Because I know you do you do all manner of uh, of uh, sectors industries and people as well mm -hmm. uh, what made you make that decision yeah uh, great question um yeah so it was you know uh, i was in a coma for six weeks and uh, my body was broken um you know i was blind in one eye i'm completely deaf in my right ear now i had nerve damage fractures and i had to rebuild my body and my mind and that process uh, humbled me big time um, and then I was on a building site within four months again. Uh, and then after a month, I was in the gym again. So my body uh, repaired amazingly. Um, but when I was doing that, when during that journey, I realized that, you know, there's a lot of things we take for granted, like resilience um, that we have, uh, the, the means to adapt um, and persistence, you know, really these things that probably come natural to us kind of thing. when you say, oh, I could have done better or I could have done that sooner. We've done it. And uh, that was when I actually started PT. And then that's when that was my first journey. So I started training as a PT, <clears throat> came PT, did fitness classes and personal training for a while. While I was doing that, I started my counseling training just out of curiosity. Um, during that, I learned, oh my Lord, this stuff is amazing. And I, in that moment, I was like, right, that's it. I'm doing that. Uh, and the coaching actually came into it through the personal training because, uh, you know, I don't know anyone that's listened to this and may have had some personal training. What's the hardest thing to do? May not be turning up to do the session. It's the 23 hours a day outside the session. How do I eat well? How do I have boundaries around my habits? How can I have a drink and still get the results I want? You know, these things like that. And that's when I realised, oh, okay, this is interesting because now the coaching came into that aspect and that's when I started seeing amazing changes in clients and also myself because I've got the same, you know, same challenges with habits, you know, like drinking and eating and different things. And, you know, this helped me um, reduce how much I you know, uh, controlled by them habits, if that makes sense. So, yeah, that's how I, that answered your question. Yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. So from, you know, it's maybe, you know, you don't need to answer this, but it's maybe the first question. Was in, in the coma and what you've done there, was that due to the uh, attempted suicide or did you... Yeah. Attempted suicide, okay. Yeah, okay. so just 
Um, I'll just say that I, I won't share how one I did, just in case anyone thinks it's a good idea. It's not. No. Um, I was very lucky to survive, and then I was put into a medically induced coma um, to while my body repaired and while they did whatever they needed to do. Okay. Okay. Good. Yeah. Well, it's good that you're here now, and then you went into and helping others, and that's the main thing. Question on the, uh, you know, this from a. a for you personally, on the support side of, of coming out the back end of that, how did you find the support that was there? So from sort of like, you know, NHS and that side, is, is do you think we, we miss a gap on any of it at all? Do you think we... I mean, that's a, it's probably a bit of a loaded question, but it's, it's always something that I'm... I'm I, I think that's a question I've never been asked. And that, uh, for me, that's a great question. So... I think my occupational therapy I had to do and the physio and stuff was, was awesome. Um, what's interesting is I, part of me didn't want to do the stuff that I was going to do outside of that. So I actually, you know, especially with my face and my nerve damage in my face, my face was hanging off like that. And I had facial exercises to do and I, I wouldn't do them when I got home. I'd be told to do them, but I wouldn't do them. Um, so from that aspect, he, um, my surgeon was really good. Um, he, uh, he actually connected with me again after the surgery in a while after and just wanted to check in with me. So that was really cool. Um, and then I did speak to my counselor that I had before I did what I did again. And that was, that was great. So it was a, that's a very good question, Adam, because I think um, for me, you know, like now I reach out to people that are on the waiting list for the government's agencies mm. um, because there is alternatives to counselling. Coaching is massive now and there are massive benefits to that. Um, ultimately, if, I think if you have the right person, because um, it's not necessarily you might look for a counsellor, but you, if, you, if you meet the right person to help you, you will know. It doesn't really matter what they do. If, as long as they're you know doing it properly but ethically and all that stuff but I think people find the right things for them um I think the government great what they did the furlough for example sorry to go off topic yeah, suddenly no, 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 yeah, yeah. well I I have literally had that was a blessing for me and that's kept me going for the last over a year because I worked part-time in the gym um that's kept me going mm. I'm blessed to have had that if I hadn't have had that I might, I might have struggled a little bit. Mm. So, you know, um, I think the government um, do offer services, but again, I think the perception of it, the stigma of it, um, that's a whole other topic for another day. Yeah, yeah. I think one of the, the, the things I've found with um, with my daughter and what we've gone through with the daughter from a mental health side and CAMS and that side is that the, you mentioned it, the waiting lists, there, there ain't enough of them. To, to get the support that people need quick enough at times um, you know and that's uh, that's you know that's where uh, it was one of my, my observations anyway around it is I met, um, um, if I may I met a lady on networking and I told her what I had shared here and she said oh my, my son's seeing a counsellor at CAMS um, and he's seen someone else as well and uh, I said, okay, so what, you know, what, what is it you think I can do for him? And she says, I think he'll like to hear someone he can relate to. 
Yeah. I was like, okay. So guess what happened? He did relate to me. Yeah. And he got a lot from our call. So our calls. So, you know, from what what I've just heard you say, it's um, there is always an alternative, you know, maybe find someone out there that has been through what similar experience to you and that may help. Yeah. You know, and that's that's the key into it. That's the key. There is always an alternative. There is always an alternative. Yeah. Always. There's a way. Yeah. Okay. So that brought you into the um, the coaching side. You did all these courses and everything. So you now got the business. And do you, uh, and, uh, do you have, I've never asked you this, and and yet we've met a number of times. Do you actually have the name for the business? Oh yeah. Well, at the minute, my name the name for the business is Shark, with uh, uh, things in between the letters. I've just yeah. changed that. Your because with next to Shark, it'd be Sharky, which is my name, uh, Life Coaching Academy. So I've called it Coaching Academy because for me, um, the, the, the journey I've been on is, is like, a, it is literally like a, a, a new journey. And to, to, in the bubbles that I'm in, in the personal development, uh, holistic coaching realm, you know, we, we a slot are like hooked, Sergeant Rook. We love it because it has literally changed so many, uh, uh, just when I say change so many lives, it sounds like if that's true, then everyone would be doing it or everyone would know about it. So when I say that, what I mean is it, most, if it's the right thing for you, it changes your relationship with yourself and therefore your relationship with everyone and the outside world. And that's, I think, why it's so monumental, in my opinion. Yeah. No, I I'd, I'd, I'd agree with you on that one. Is that uh, you know just in helping, and if you can help help one person, it's just it's it's a, a different realm, really. Uh, the yes. feeling and and that side. So, what's the future look like, or what do you want the future to be for you yourself and where you're going with it, the the coaching side? Have you got a vision of everything that you want to be, or are you just just? I I, I have a vision, one hundred percent, and uh, thank you for asking that question. So, um, so I've I want to focus on working with younger people now. Yeah. Because um, I've done a few talks at schools. I have worked with some younger people, and all I can say is, if young people are exposed to uh, the kind of things I have, they may realize themselves that there is an alternative to what they think life is, what life is, what it's about and what their purpose in life is. Mm. And my mission long-term is to share this stuff with as many people as possible, coach as many people as possible, but mostly, um, you know, get put it out there because it is literally it, it it just has changed my life, turned it around. I just can't believe it. And it's, I'm not saying I don't have challenges. I'm not saying I don't. That's you know, I still have suicidal thoughts, but extremely rarely. And this is why I have them now. This is why I think they do. So, firstly, what they do is they they signal to me there's something going on with me. There's something going on. And that is the thought pattern that I attach to 
because I can rely on that pattern. It's always there. I know how people are going to treat me or how I'm going to treat myself. I know what my life's going to look like. I can rely on that. It, I'm used to that. Now, I don't even get into that. And it highlights to me, okay, something's going on. I might ring my coach. I might go for a walk. I might speak to friends. Usually, it is resolved in less than a day. I think it's important now. I use it to my advantage. And that's why next week I'm doing a free call on the free group coaching on the negative thoughts, how to make them their friend, how to make them your friend. Because they'll never go away. The only maybe the only thing you can do is help yourself with them when they come in. Yeah. So so yeah, I hope that answered your question. But no, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. About that. Yeah. So yeah. absolutely. Because that's the, the, the one thing that we're um, dealing with with my daughter is uh, the strategies and going through that uh, and you and you and you it made mention around you know there's always an alternative and so it, it's and sometimes it's about having the right person in front of you so if i look at my daughters and, and i and i and i completely agree with this is that one of the first um cams people she had she didn't take to and you could and you could see it so therefore she was just wasn't you know like you were saying that you 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 went you, you for your exercises on your on your face you, you come out there for the other 23 hours of the day yeah you thought oh, fuck that I ain't doing it yeah, sort of <laughs> yeah. yeah my daughter's the same because because she she doesn't she hadn't got that that um rapport with the person and so mm. change the person completely different she now she because she, she she there was something there that there was a, a, a trust and a and a rapport and a and a confidence in there. Um, so I, I'm absolutely absolutely total agreement with you on that. Is that that there are alternatives and 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 different people and you know and you, you know one may suit you one may not. So find the one that suits you. Um, so yeah, mm. no, absolutely okay. So so yeah, so you really want to because I know you do a lot of work with. Um, I've seen the videos with Harry. Yeah. You do these uh, on a regular occasion, don't you? So I know you want to get... 10 o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. You, I know you want to get your your uh, uh, voice and, uh, and uh, help and support uh, out there for people. Um, very much. Yeah. I know you have. Definitely. Um, I mean, Adam, can I ask you a question? Yeah, of course you can. How easy would it be to find something to make me feel a bit better on Google? Cool. I would have said, I would have said, now I'm not honestly, because I would have said relatively easy. I would have said, because you know what you like and you can search for it, potentially. But there's also a double-edged sword on that is that if your head is not right mentally and the negative thoughts are covered in, you will source and find that information as well and just as quick, which will help you spiral even more. So that's what I've said, I would have said, is that there is a double-edged sword to everything that we think what around on the myself. question. What an answer, yeah. mate. That was fantastic. So, and me uh, the reason i asked that is uh, number one that was a, that was a great response because you know you're 
if you're in the illogical mindset, you will see, notice, absorb all the illogical stuff. Right. I'll give you an example. This is the power of programming. So I got into a Netflix habit first lockdown, started watching Power. Have you seen it? I haven't, no. I'm going to write right, it down, okay. though. I'm going to write hey, it what down. What I wanted to do, okay. Because <laughs> I watch it. What I wanted to do after watching it, but I was literally, I got into it. I was like, okay, I was ended up watching about three hours a day, maybe four. And all I wanted to do was do coke, uh, shag birds, and fight people, and smoke and have a drink. And if I couldn't have any of them, maybe rub one out, <laughs> right? It just really got. And uh, the more I watched it, I because the funny thing is, the reason I'm sharing that, I don't mind. The reason I'm sharing it is, I, I noticed after about a week, I'm like, why the hell am I? Why am I behaving this way? And I'm like, it can't be that. And I'm like. Part of me wanted to stop there. The other part of me was like, I've got to watch to the end. <laughs> I want to know what happens. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I, can, I can carry on for another week or whatever. That's what I did. Then afterwards, I watched something completely different and all it all stopped. Yeah. But it's, it's strange. It's so strange. But that's why it's called programming. Yeah. Because but... you program your mind and, it, you know, you may not even notice it. No, yeah, yeah. no, absolutely. Absolutely. Because I, I'm, I'm this... Um... Big believer in it, and I had this conversation oh god years back with a gentleman in saying that I've always said that you are. I've heard it somewhere else, but I've always said you're the average of the five inner circle people you have around you, because they all show behaviours. So you'll you'll have those sort of like behavioural traits of the people you you hang around with, and I and I noticed this through the kids, because what I noticed was is the friends group they were hanging around with swapped and changed. So the behaviors changed. So you get some ones that were really like, I don't know, shitty sort of like, I was going to say like shitty, bitty attitudes and things like that. And that started then manifesting itself in my daughter and, and my lad. When they changed to a different group set and it was a, it was a more of a team orientated, completely different. And so, so for me, it bears out, and and it's exactly the same. Is is if you you imagine it, three hours of you know, programming yourself to, you know, take drugs, drink alcohol, and do whatever you wanted to do. You you're gonna lust after it and go for it. <laughs> but that did make me laugh. <laughs> I don't want to stop watching. I want to know the end. Peaky <laughs> blinders, mate. Same thing. I just started outside having nicking my mum's fags out of the kitchen. I just wanted to smoke. It's mad how it works, isn't it? You know, it's just, yeah. it's fascinating. I suppose that's why you're drawn to it, isn't it? It's fascinating how you mind. It and thank you for using that word because it is. When you can look at it as an observer, as well as it, you can participate. If you can step out of participation into observation, oh my God. Yeah. That's that is another level of awareness consciousness whatever you want to call it and that is a way that also you can start to change things that you you want changing you know so yeah did you when you're saying that because you obviously you've seen that you see what was happening in yourself did you actually did you uh yeah put you on the spot did you go back and analyze it around why or anything like that or did you you just sort of like say no i need to cut myself shorty i need to get get god um, that out of my head well, I, I think for me, you know, 
it was it wasn't the necessarily the power it was the habit of uh disassociation so that's basically just tuning your consciousness that you are in hypnosis when you're watching that much telly when you're watching that much netflix you are hypnotized that is why you're so um not um submissive um that's why you absorb all that and it kind of you know programs your mind to maybe associate with that because i've got obviously i've got experience in everything i said i was doing so it's taking me back as well right, i was yeah. thinking about times i used to go out, you know when i was a builder i used to love smoking on the roof of a of a, of a, of a, of a house when i moved in the roof i used to love it um when i was drinking and doing drugs and stuff i had some great times so it kind of you know brought me back to that and to answer your question yeah i did I did think it, I noticed it first and then I observed it and looked at the, the holistic aspect of, because I never look at the behaviors as the issue. They're not, they're a symptom of the issue. So actually what am I doing? I'm just trying to find belonging. I'm just trying to find a part of myself in this thing that isn't real. And then that was enough to kind of go, okay, cool. Does that make sense? No, yeah, absolutely. Because an engineer, as a, it makes sense to me. Because an engineer, you you bought, you're taught to look at root cause analysis all the time. So you're always, at, you know, going back and asking why am I doing that? Why am I doing that? Because it is, is a it's a symptom of something else. Um, yeah. So yeah, no cracking. That is cracking. So um, I'm conscious of the uh, of the time. I know um, we. Uh, we'd set a, a time in here. Is there anything else that you'd want to discuss as we, 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 as we've gone on here, is there anything you think that we haven't covered that you'd like to get over for people? Is there any sort of like, you know, if you, why not? And I don't like to say top tips, but if there was something, you know, because when we talk about busy, we say, Oh, what's your top tip on this or sales and marketing for that? What's sort of like something that, you, you know, from a, the mental health point of view and the thing that you do, what's, what's sort of like the top, you know, a bit of advice you would give people out there, anybody that's in that yeah, so situation. I think or... I can give I think I can give one that everyone can relate to if that's all right. Mm. Um because there's obviously there's a lot of ways that you know I may coach people. So the main the one of the fundamentals that started with the coaching was, you know, so using the hypnosis analogy from watching Netflix. Ultimately we are in hypnosis a lot of the time because how conscious of you are you about what you're doing at the time you're doing it um and with that you know a good example is uh in a dialogue negative thoughts that is my bread and butter i love it because that i spend all my time in my head so now when i notice certain things like for example um oh, I suck at being my own boss. I'm never going to get clients. Things like that. The, the I is an interesting concept. I represents our whole identity. So our mind, body, everything about us changes every day. Our cells regenerate and die. We're a different person every day. I used to be a builder, PT, coach. That's not who I am. That's what I do. Mm. And when, um, you know, I have people come to me and say, I'm procrastinating. I say, okay, 
well, do you, do you mean a part of you is procrastinating? You said, what do you mean? Well, part of you is not doing this work. Another part of you is coming to me to help you do this work. So part of you is this way, part of you is this way. So, you know, and, and, and often I don't want to get people to say it, like especially when I was PT and, you know, oh, I'm a fat cow. Okay. This is one thing that people <laughs> uh, uh, always, it's weird. It's going to sound, what's it, when you, someone said that to you, what are you going to, what's the first thing you guess people are going to say? Oh, no, you're not fat, right? That's yeah. just a common thing. Yeah. I don't say that. I never say that. I say, okay, so I'm here and a part of you believes you're fat. I reframe it because what I've done is acknowledge that a part of them thinks that. So I've listened to them and I've acknowledged it. I've not dismissed it. And the other thing is um, Humpty Dumpty. Sat on the wall, had a great fall. Everyone can put him together again, bit himself. We're all made up of pieces and parts. So my tip would be, if you can, if you can be the observer of your thoughts, whenever you're using I, reframe it and say it to yourself. Say, you know, you'll say, I am, I'm never going to get more clients. And then say, part of me believes I'm going to struggle getting clients. You will feel the difference in the words. Mm. You will not feel as heavy and it will make a difference. And now I speak like that all the time. Mm. And that has made a massive difference. Everyone in my kind of coach and not in mine, in the coaching umbrella through under my mentor, there's about 50 of us. We all talk like that yeah. now. Yeah, I, I, I can remember the, the conversation that sparked off, us off was, and I can't remember what it was one of the meetings where I turned around and said, and it sparked, I think this is sparked how me and you got connected. And I said, be careful how, to, how you talk to yourself because you are listening. And I think that was, uh, and that uh, was when I think we connected from that. Uh, I did in that in that networking and we'd had a conversation in, in the meeting around that yeah um, i can't remember what meeting it was but we're going back a little while now but yeah no Maybe yeah, fantastic no that is you know it's super you know from absolutely from what you said so i'm going to come on to some questions like i normally do at the end of, of as we do a session and these can last a little uh, while as well uh when you get into some of these um well, you've mentioned mentors and you've mentioned your group there. Is that, is that how you keep on um, top of your own development? In, yeah, so do, with that? Um, we, we do uh, the enlightenment group, it's called. Um, we do two hours a month group calls and we do 70 hours a, a year uh, live events, minimum. Yeah, that's super. Yeah, and then we do masterclasses and things on top of that. Fantastic, that is. That is fantastic. You, you, you can't beat your own personal development and self-development no. and then it has mixed in with a master team as well of, i think it's superb how do you so what you know in saying that you've probably answered this but uh, it, what makes you feel inspired and like your best self Ooh. see a part of me struggles with that question because maybe a part of me doesn't want to see that at all mm. Another part of me knows it's driver. It's a driver. Um, 
One of the things that inspires me is the wonderful uh, wisdom that I've heard from you also, mate, uh, the alternative. So I've, I have stories of people I know that have been told they are going to live this way for the rest, of them, the rest of their lives and they find an alternative and it turns their life around. Mm. Things like that inspire me to keep going. I think there's a place for every medicine, every treatment, everything on this earth. I genuinely believe that there's a place for all of it. The illusion is that it's all different because actually it's not. The only difference is what we make it. I think it's great that everyone heals themselves different way. Ultimately, the body can heal itself. Um, but if you don't believe that, it's going to be really difficult. So that's something that inspires me massively. Um, and then I'd say my mindset wise um, is the more I kind of trust. So some people may not relate to this. That's okay. But I'm going to say it anyway. The more um, spiritual I've become, because um, I've even found alternatives to the stories we hear about the Bible and stuff that I've been, that's what I've been really interested in recently. Ancient civilizations, all sorts. Basically, just that actually we are more than our bodies. And if you hold, if I held a magnifying glass up to you and it was strong enough, all I'd see is vibrating because we're all energy. That's scientific fact. And also quantum physics is now science associating with the kind of um, the intangible laws of the universe that Isaac Newton came up with whenever he was about, yeah? Mm. So things like this, now I notice these things, like we were saying about what you're going to watch, depending on where your mindset is, um, that kind of stuff just reaffirms that I'm on, I'm on the right path. I've got to be. I've got to be. Because, yeah. you know, it might not seem it. The only thing that's going to restrain that belief is my ego. So that just keeps me going, mate. Yeah. Good. Superb. Here's another one for you. If you, had, if you could have a billboard with anything on it, what would it be and why? Oh, this, wow. is a Tim, this is a Tim Ferriss uh, question. This is what he oh, that's, oh, Tim. Oh, lovely. I'll listen to a podcast, uh, Brenny Brown's podcast with him. Yeah. First podcast I've listened to, by the way, in like three years. Um, but yeah, um, that's, a, that's a good one. Um, I'm going to, the first thing that comes up for me is a Marion Williamson quote along the lines of, um, um, you are not inadequate. You are powerful beyond all measure. Um, and when you shine your light, you unconsciously inspire others to shine too. It's a bigger quote than that. I've got it on a bookmark. It was in, uh, I first heard it in Coach Carter, actually. And um, obviously, if you watch that, it's about it. a guy bringing up young lads, getting them out of trouble and stuff. And uh, one of the guys says it. And uh, yeah, he kept asking the kid that question. And when he finally responded, he kind of like he'd found his light. Um, so that one's always meant a lot to me. So I'd probably have that one. I'd love to share that with everyone. I like that Good. one. That's my yeah. favourite. Absolutely. Excellent. <clears throat> so, oh, here's another good one. Everybody loves this one. Long question, but everybody loves it. If in 150 years, science fails to save us and all that is left is a book about your life, what would the title be? And what would the blurb tell us about Matthew Sims? 
that's a good one. I wish uh, Bart was prepared for that. That's a really good one. Um, if science fails us and all that was left was a book. What would the title be, do you think? Sharky. Uh, the only failure is what you believe it to be. Yeah. And the, blurb I... would be, the blurb would be that my suicide attempt was not a failure. It was a massive success. And this is why. Yeah, that's a good call. That's a good call. I had a conversation with somebody recently and their belief was that failure, the word never existed. And it doesn't exist. And it doesn't even enter into a vocabulary, into a head. Failure is non-existent. And I thought, actually, that's... That's fantastic. That's quite strong, that is. Yeah, that's cool. That's quite strong. What's What's something people seem to misunderstand about you? Anything? Say that again. What's something that people seem to misunderstand about you? Uh, (laughs) um, Misunderstand. (laughs) My mate mate said that if you met me in the street, you might think I'm I'm hard as fuck, but I'm I'm soft as a bloody, you know. (laughs) As soon as I open my mouth, you're like, oh, you're soft as shit, yeah. Part of me believes that. That's cool. So probably that I'm hard when I'm not. Um, <laughs> or part of me believes that. Sorry, I'm reframing it. Um, I think, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. I think that's, I've had that quite a bit, that one. Yeah, it's, it's strange how we, we do, it's, we do go on to these um, first appearances, isn't it? Mm. Oh, my, first my nickname, people misinterpret my nickname as well. So I've had yeah. people say sharkies because I shark women. Ah, okay, okay. I wish I was true, but it's not. <laughs> <laughs> What's uh, there was another one here that I was going to last year. Ooh, yeah, I don't know. So, uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, how about this one? What should I ask you about that I didn't know enough? to ask you what should I'm going to speak from your perspective what should you have asked me that you didn't know about yeah that I didn't know anything about didn't didn't know enough about anything you'd feel you've missed anything that stands out for you I, I think based on the awareness I had of this today there's no such thing <laughs> yeah just uh, just to let you know on this keeping it busy podcast we did arrange this we arranged this short notice uh but uh <laughs> didn't realize we were actually going to record it today uh, <laughs> so to put him on the back foot a bit but it's been great because it's uh it's it's tis that unscripted unedited uh side of things and that's how uh, i like it and i knew that uh, matt would be that uh, that way i mean they're knowing him anyway I'm trying to think if there's any other questions here that we could ask you. You've answered that one. Um, actually, quite interesting, right? Because I've just read here, what's the biggest area related to your role you're curious about now? But but you just said you, you, you were, you'd been reading up and researching these different things from the Bible and things like that. How did that spark off for you? Well, uh, I'm glad you asked me because it fascinates me. Um, so I did the Alpha course. Are you aware of that? 
yeah, I've heard yeah. introduction to Christ, basically. Yeah. Jesus Christ. So I, I got brought up, part of my family was brought up Christian anyway. So my nan and my granddad, they're like my guardian angels of this earth. Uh, they used to take me to church. So I've always had a positive affiliation association with my experience of Christianity yep. through them. Yep. Um, <clears throat> but I realised that, um, you know, I, I, I was more interested in, I was watching programmes on the story of God. There's a great Netflix series, Morgan Freeman, awesome. It's all about different religions around the world. And then I got a message about joining the Alpha. I was like, yeah, sound. So join the Alpha course. <laughs> and then... Um, I watched uh, Da Vinci Code. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seen it. Yeah. Yeah. What does that say? And I was like, that, I wonder if there's any truth in that. There's got to be. And I was like, whoa. I was like, but that for me, I was like, shit. And then I watched the sequel and then I watched the other one and I was like, oh my God. And then um, I joined up for Gaia, which is like the spiritual Netflix. And it is all about ancient civilizations um how you know most of it is the same like the greatest story ever told is the story of jesus there's actually 37 of the religious backgrounds that mm. tell exactly the same story but you don't know about that so that's apparently true and then uh, yeah just absolutely fascinated there's um a 2010 there was a uh, the the oldest megalithic structure ever discovered uh, Gebekli Tepe, southeast Turkey. Uh, it's, it's like uh, big, large blocks with hieroglyphs and they've shown that it's basically, it was intentionally buried. It was intentionally covered up before the last, the last ice age, the last Younger Dryas or whatever it was. So that's over 11,000 years ago, which is considerably older than what they believe Egypt to be. Um, there's a connection with the, the pyramids and the star system. Uh, watch programs on that. Just, mate, that's, some, you know, like we said about some of the, it's what yeah. me keeps me going. That kind of story has not wavered on my faith, actually. All it's done is reaffirmed that all of this is here for a reason. And the, when, my, when I'm watching these programs, I'm absolutely fascinated. I've even got a book, I've got a book for Christmas called Fingerprints of the Gods, and that was um, a book that was on that programme that I was watching. I cannot wait to read it. So I'm, I've got to finish the one I've got at the minute. But yeah, fascinating, yeah. fascinating. And, and the 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 alpha pro, the alpha programme thing was that a recent thing you've done, or is it was it did you have you done that years back? So the end of last year. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah it's, I, it's I, good. Uh, yeah, I've got another another uh, friend of mine who did it. Um, you know, uh, yeah, he would, yeah, he would have been last last year. Yeah, might have been the year before. Might have been the year before because I met him at an exhibition, so he probably won't last year. <laughs> the year yeah. before. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. 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 So it'd be uh, twenty nineteen. Yeah, okay. Mm. Yeah, brilliant. Oh no, absolutely superb. We'll end it on that note. We're normally around about the hour, three quarter hour to hour mark. Been fantastic having you, Matt. Uh, as Thank always. You, uh, yeah, really always awesome. enjoy our conversations and um as i say there'll be a description around uh, uh matt and what he does and some links to his social media and and uh his uh web pages and everything uh, within the description um but uh great to have you along thank you very much matt thanks mate pleasure thank you for the invitation welcome
Thanks for tuning in and remember, success is not final, failure is not fatal, it's the courage to continue that counts.